Thank you for tuning in to the best parenting show on the internet. Post Daily Dose. Hey, good afternoon, Facebook family. Welcome to another episode of Post Daily Dose with me, your trusted parenting advisor, faithful guide and servant on the healing journey. What's my name? <gasps> Big Papa Brian Post. I hope all of you are doing fantastic on this amazing TikTok, 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 TikTok. Thursday, it's terrific Thursday. It is tremendous Thursday. A fantastic day. Today's episode. I'm going to go on a rant. I'm just warning you. Prepare yourself. In the description of today's episode is a link. And it is a link that Christy sent me this. Entitled... Got my trusty laptop here with me. Three Michigan child care employees charged in teen's death ruled a homicide. Cornelius Fredericks, a black teenager, died while being restrained in a treatment facility. Treatment facility is Lakeside Academy. Michigan. So we're going to talk about that because uh, nothing quite gets me stirred up as much as, hello Mimi, as much as the abuse of children in care by a system that does not understand them. And it continues on and on and on and on. And I imagine Lakeside Academy is probably telling some fundy, some paying source that they are trauma-informed. Would not doubt it one bit. But before I get into that, it's just another beautiful day here in Crescent City, California, America. If that is not proof of God's glory, I do not know what is. I'm almost unworthy of that. So glad you could join me today. So let's talk about this Lakeside Academy tragedy with young Cornelius. And so what I want to say, first of all, you know, in the title of the article, um, again, it's in the description of the episode, it says Cornelius Fredericks, a black teenager died while being restrained. And there's also a picture of someone holding up a sign that says Black Lives Matter. Let me tell you something. This transcends race and color. This is about children. And when it comes to the abuse of children, it is just about the abuse of children. This is what we need to understand. The platform, the platform for Black Lives Matter against, against the backdrop of this young man being killed in care in a child care facility, that's a problem. But kids have been being killed in child care facilities for years. I know personally of two children who have been killed in care. I know of another young man that was killed in care um, and only had a little bit of interaction with him. But this is an ongoing, this is a, an ongoing government funded, taxpayer funded problem. And it's happening in every state 
in the country where there are residential treatment facilities that are being paid a lot of money to care for traumatized children and their responses to these children's behavior is to hold them down much the same as George Floyd, where they kneel on them, they press on them, they hold them down, they choke them to essentially power and control them into submission. Now listen to this. Listen to this. I'm just going to read a little bit about this. Um, this is what's so sad. This is what's so sad. This is what's so shocking. Okay, so first of all, Fredericks Cornelius was a, this is a, 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 a he said, the, the Kalamazoo County Medical Examiner confirming that the death was homicide, meaning he was murdered. Fredericks, a black teenager, was a resident at Lakeside Academy, a center for adolescents and young adults who have experienced foster care or who require behavioral treatment and therapies. If you have experienced foster care, then you have experienced trauma. If you've been adopted, you've experienced trauma. If you're not in your family of origin, you have experienced trauma. This means you are a victim. This means you have been a victim to some adults in your life. So you should be treated with the utmost care and consideration because of your trauma background. So we need to establish that. If there's any ever a situation with children where children are being mistreated, where they're being disrespected, where they are being cajoled, shamed, punished, isolated because of their behaviors, and these children come from trauma, then you are doing these children a disservice and a social and a moral injustice. We have to we have to start comprehending that children who come from backgrounds of trauma have been hurt. They are victims in our bullshit fear and inadequacy and need to control and need to suppress and need to dominate these children because of our own fear, because we're unable to step outside of the box of conditioning and step outside of the box of our traditional beliefs, age old traditional beliefs about child rearing practices because we're unable to step outside of that box, outside of that paradigm, because we're so pig-headed to believe that we have all answers. To not figure out how to relate to children in a way to help them feel loved and understood and respected and seen and felt and heard and acknowledged is a travesty. It is a travesty. But let me, let me, I, I want you to understand. I want you to comprehend the magnitude, the magnitude. What is it exactly that could be so bad? What could be so threatening that would cause adults, adults who are supposed to be professionals, they're freaking disturbed is the problem. No different than the, the cop who, who stood with his, his knee on George Floyd's neck, who, who did not heed his calls, his begs, his begging, his crying for his mama. He has a mental health issue. He has a problem. What could possibly be so bad that would allow adults to three adults, three, three adults, 
To, to lay on and suppress a child under the auspices of restraint. What could that child so bad that would that would lead these three adults to hold this even when he said he could not breathe for them to not get off of him? You know what that is? That's fear. That's that's the that's the epitome of fear, and this is the problem. The problem is we as adults are not willing to deal with our own shit because we don't deal with our own our own fear, and because we're bigger and we're smarter and we have more money and and we pay the bills and we put a roof over these children's heads and and we give them food. We think that we have. We have imminent domain over their bodies and their beings, whether it's in a home or whether it's in a residential treatment facility or a juvenile detention center. We treat children worse than dogs, and we don't even realize it. It's because of our own fear. But what could possibly be so bad that would cause this young man to need to, to, need to be held down by these three adults? Let's just, let's just look at it. CNN reports that Fredericks Fredericks allegedly threw a part of his sandwich at a fellow resident, prompting Lakeside staff to use a quote-unquote improper restraint on the team. Fredericks then went into cardiac arrest. The fact that they would put in quotes an improper restraint is bullshit. Bullshit. All restraint is bullshit. All restraint. There is no cause. There is no grounds. There is no justification. Improper is not the word. They held the kid down and were not attuned enough to realize that he was dying. They held him down. There's no improper restraint. When you've got three stressed out adults fighting with a teenager. See, there's no therapy happening then. They're fighting and they're calling it trauma-informed. I know they're calling it trauma-informed. When you got three stressed-out adults fighting with a teenager, they should have never touched him to the sandwich. What's the harm in throwing a freaking sandwich? What's the harm if all the kids throw all the food all over the cafeteria? What is the freaking harm? How is it a problem? It's not. We get so overwhelmed and so scared and we have so much negative conditioning from generations of power and control that we cannot, in the moment of our stress, think about doing anything different other than power and control. And yes, situations like this happen. Kids die every single freaking day in care. But because we have all this freaking racial tension in our society, we can hold up a sign. I'm, I'm offended, quite frankly. I'm offended that this young man has been murdered under the, under the auspices of child care, mental health treatment, and there's a sign held up that says Black Lives Matter. I'm offended. I'm, it's not about the kid being black. It's about him being a kid. It's about it being a kid, about the fact that you have, you have facilities that are paid thousands of dollars to mistreat children. Oh my God, it's so, it's so sad. It's so sad.
this. This uh, Lakeside Academy, because they're not hiding, they're not hiding their approach. But their freaking approach is the most common traditional approach that exists. You take a hundred residential treatment facilities, and this is what they're doing to kids. Lakeside Academy is a sequel youth and family services program operating on campus at Lakeside for Children. Lakeside Academy focuses on the confrontation and redirection of negative behavior while recognizing desired positive behavior. That is such adult psycho babble control fear-based psycho babble. They, they focus on the confrontation. Oh my gosh. The confrontation, the confrontation and redirection of negative behaviors. The confrontation and redirection of negative behaviors. Every time a child does something negative, they're going to confront them. And what are they going to confront them with? Power and control. Irregardless if the child is traumatized. Irregardless if the child is not even able to function enough to be in a family that the child functions at a level that they have to be in an institution. They're going to confront the child and his behaviors because by God, Dr. Phil says, this child needs to stop behaving like this. And this had anything to do with Dr. Phil, but I know Dr. Phil has referred kids to these kinds of wilderness programs and these kind of teen camps. I wonder what the hell Dr. Phil has to say about this. Throughout a student's stay, they are challenged to analyze failure successes in nearly every area of life. How can a child experience any success when they're constantly being confronted with their negative behaviors? I know kids that have been restrained for cursing. I know kids that have been restrained for not getting up and doing what they're supposed to do when they're supposed to do it. I know kids that have been restrained for being mad. The Lakeside program places an emphasis on the responsibilities and choices each individual student makes and helps them to recognize that all choices have results of time of some sort. It's such BS. It's such BS that a, a institution can place that philosophy. See, the problem is it's, it's confusing the words. The words get confusing. But you know what we like? What we like is that we like when other adults take charge or in control of our children because we feel so scared. And so when a, a parent, a desperate parent reads that, or when a stressed out social worker reads that, they think, oh good, someone's going to take control. Someone's going to take charge. Someone's going to teach that child a lesson. Do you not realize and we don't realize that that is the problem? That is the problem. We are so scared. All we can think to do is increase the level of fear. That is the paradox of fear and stress. Fear and stress make you do the exact opposite of what you need to do. The exact opposite. We get scared and we just want to intensify and, and, and increase the stress and the fear. So we take this teenager.
teenager. We put him in a restraint. What do you think's going to happen? Oh, my God. You know what? It's so, it's so crazy to me. It's so crazy because it's not like it's just a kid in a family. For me, it holds a, a whole nother level of impact. It's not like it was parents who felt scared and didn't know what to do and they were holding their, their kid down because he was mad and he was breaking stuff and he was yelling. So many times that would be justified for families who don't know what else to do. The problem for me is that this is a mental health treatment facility and most of the workers have mental health issues. The, the staff, the executives probably have mental health issues. The administrators have probably never spent a minute working with children. And obviously they have no capacity for what trauma-informed really means. I want people to stop talking about trauma-informed. For 15, almost 20 years, I have been talking about the importance of understanding trauma, the importance of understanding trauma, the importance of understanding trauma, and now everyone's talking about being trauma-informed, but no one knows how to respond to trauma. You don't know how to respond to trauma because you don't understand your own stress and your own fear. Respond to trauma if you don't understand your own stress, your own fear, and your own trauma. And we have all of these facilities like this. This is one of thousands. And the only thing we do is we send kids there so they have more control, so there will be adults who have more power over them, so there will be adults who can focus on suppressing and changing their behaviors. That's all we're freaking consumed about is freaking behaviors. The behavior is nothing more than a warning. It is a red flag for stress and fear. And if you cannot see that, what you can in that moment, because you get scared yourself, then all you end up doing is creating more stress and more fear. It is the most simple thing. I have been preaching that ad nauseum for 20 freaking years. 20 years. But you know what the problem is? The problem is us adults. We can't keep ourselves out of our own fear. That's the problem. Why do you think these kids come to be where they're at? Because of the hands and the experiences of some adult. I know kids who've been in residential treatment facilities for years. Years. And have gotten no better. Because the only thing the adults in the institution can do is punish them for their negative behaviors. It is crazy making. It is crazy making. And more of these things will continue to happen. The problem is, is, is if, if it hadn't been for George Floyd and all of the stuff that's in national, get national attention, all the Black Lives Matter stuff right now, if it hadn't been for that, we never would have heard about Cornelius Fredericks. We never would have heard of it. The problem is, I don't think Black Lives Matter is the point here. The point is children are being abused in facilities that are supposed to care for them and do things different, give them different experiences. A child who comes from trauma is a child who needs an intense amount of consistent, repetitive love and understanding. And they are going to make mistakes because they have been freaking traumatized. They've been, their brains are hardwired for fear and stress. How would they not act crazy? And if they do not get continuous 
those repetitive experiences of love and understanding, they're not going to heal. They're not going to do it. And so it is extremely sad that situations would have to happen. And Breonna Taylor, it's extremely sad that situations like Cornelius Fredericks have to happen. It is all an indication of fear. It is all an indication of stress and fear. Guys, the 90s was considered the decade of the brain. It is unacceptable. It is unacceptable that we continue to treat children the way we treat them. It is unacceptable. And it is unacceptable that we continue to fund institutions that are nothing more than legalized jails and prisons for children because that's all a residential treatment center is. It's a legalized institution, legalized jail, a legalized prison for children. Children do not get better in institutions. They get better in homes. They get better with families, they get better with loving adults who are willing to do the hard work to support them through their challenges. In any given situation, we have two choices. We can continue to react from the same blueprints of stress and fear and overwhelm that we have carried with us for generations. Or we can stop, we can slow down we can take three to 10 deep breaths, 100 deep breaths, 200 deep breaths, and choose love. Love is the way, it is the only way, and it is not easy. It is hard. It is hard, but it is the way. God bless you. Big Papa loves you. See you tomorrow.